Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Hi, friends. Today we have Valerie. She is the owner of Goddess Essential Healing. She is a Reiki healer. She's a cannabis wellness coach and she focuses on self-healing. Hi, Valerie. How are you? Hello. I am doing awesome. How are you doing? You know what? With the uh, issues that we were having earlier with our technical issues and Mercury retrograde, <laughs> I'm actually a Gemini rising. So this affects me so much more than, you know, what was going on, like the um, Gemini in Mars and etc. So I want to say I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. You're getting by. You're getting by. Baby steps. Baby steps. Yes. So I'm trying to stay positive and collective and, you know, push forward. But definitely this sky kind of tests the limits, right? Oh, yes. Especially in these days. I definitely agree with that. But me, I just remind myself that this will pass. You know, we're all do our good days, our bad days, our happy days. And this is just that time that's going to help us build our strength. Yeah, and definitely, I think that um, it's also a it's also a plus to know what is going on and the energies that the sky has because then you're aware, you know, like yes, like for me that I mentioned, like okay, Gemini's in Mars is really affecting me because I'm a Gemini rising. Um, but when I'm aware of it, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna go mess around with anybody if they're super irritated. I already know it's this is this um, sky that's happening and I'm just going to steer away from it. Yeah. I have caught myself several times flaring. <laughs> <laughs> like I need to take a step back. I need to be, I need to take a deep breath. I've gone through this before. Yes. Like you already know what's going on. Just cool down. I want to have the listeners get to know a little bit about you and what started your journey. One of the things that I saw on your page that really intrigued me was the holistic approach that you're you're having for your healing. I think modern medicine right now is not where it should be at, I guess you could say, because even though it has advanced a lot in, you know, finding cures for this or finding cures for that, I think that with modern medicine, we kind of have like a, it's like a band-aid, right? Yeah. Because we don't address the actual issues that are happening in our body because our body stores negative energy, trauma, someone else's energy and yeah you could put a bandage with you know medical practices that are having it now but you're not really addressing the issue so the issue is never going to leave and potentially get worse I was really intrigued with your holistic approach because I mean I've been following you for a while but there's a couple things on there that I was like "Ooh, I want to order that <laughs> but I don't even know if if it's able to like you know be shipped or whatnot so tell me the moment that started your holistic approach like what got you into having an, a holistic approach versus you know just leaving it up to big pharma it is something that always pick a boot the flame started three years ago when my my grandmother passed away she passed away due to covid but she was actually um catholic but she also loved the holistic aspect of things so growing up she actually introduced me to that but um, as I got older, like I said, it would be, I would go dive into it and then I would pull out, you know, then, well, not even pull out, but it was just life just happened. You know, I'm a mom of two boys. I was with my ex-husband at the time and he battles his addiction. So I was spread thin. There was no way of me focusing on myself and, you know, let's get this done, you know. So once my grandmother passed away three years ago, um, I was with a so-called yogi um, but one thing that I did learn from her is that when my grandmother passed away she did tell me at the funeral to be observant to just be the observer of everything that's what I did you know I, I shed my tears I, I did the good cry but at my grandmother's funeral I was able to identify that I wasn't in love with her corpse it wasn't the physicalness it was her soul, her heart, the way she loved me. And that is something that I carry to this day. Be before the podcast, right, like right now, 
something popped up that reminded me of her. And I was nervous, you know? I have her pictures in my living room in the corner and I was nervous and I was like, I'm not, estoy nerviosa, pero lo voy a hacer, you know, like lo voy a hacer. And then boom, some, something pops up to remind me of her. And she always does that. No matter where I'm at, what I'm doing, she shows up. So that is when I just took a dive into it. Like, you know what? I went to her house. I just took all her crystals and I have them here, you know, because that, that's what I learned from her. And, and I just dove into it. And then, you know, the universe, what it does, it, it takes away all the negative stuff from you. And I had to separate from my, my ex-husband because of the addiction. And since then, I just focused on myself. I'm being selfish with myself. I'm being selfish with my emotions, my thoughts. I created healthy boundaries. And I'm doing it for myself and for my kids because I see the growth, you know, and the, the self-love that you have to have. So it started the last three years. Wow. Well, first of all, I'm sorry for your loss. But I I feel the energy of your grandma. Like when you mentioned that you you fell in love with her soul and her spirit versus her corpse and her actual material, you know, body or whatnot. I I'm literally like tearing. Like I don't know if you could tell, <laughs> but it, it's so beautiful to me because it's it's a greater understanding of the afterlife, right? It's it's a greater understanding that. They never really truly do leave us. They never truly just go away and you, you don't know of them or whatnot. You could definitely tap into that energy and, and continue that communication with, with your ancestors and your your recently passed ones, you know. Um, but I think that's beautiful. And as you're speaking, I could feel your, your grandma with you. Like I could feel her like right there like, no, échale ganas, you know? Yes, because th th there's been days where I was just like, I don't want to, you know, because I, I deal with, you know, a, a separation of 16 years, you know, that that's, it's heavy on the heart, especially when you're cutting the cord completely and you're like, I deserve better. I, me, 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 me. And then she was my rock because she raised me. So that, that's my, I consider her my mom, my ama, and that is my ama. And so I felt like I took a double whammy. You know, I lost my spouse of 16 years to addiction and then I lost her. So that's like a double thing to the heart. But one thing that I've learned through reading books and just, just listening to podcasts is we can't have attachment because it's just physical. That's really what it is, you know, like. With my ex-spouse, I always told him, you're my soulmate. Our souls connect. There is an undescribable connection when you're sober. But when the physical and the, the worldly living gets to you, we're not compatible. But, he, but I've learned he has to do that work within himself the same way I am doing it. And it's hard because self-reflection is hard. But it's so worth it. Yeah, definitely. And almost like getting to know him without you. And, you know, if you guys are meant to be in your soulmates, once he gets off of that face, you never know. You know, it's like one of those. But And that's how exactly how I left it. It's the craziest thing. I have my moments, but I'm like, you know what? If the universe has it for me in the future, then it does. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. It's not the end of the world. Absolutely. And you're saying that while it's 333. So... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so the universe has something in store for you. No worries. Definitely. How did all this like change your life? You know, like you mentioned, you went through drastic changes and you approached your scenario with the best way that you could going back to your roots, going back to what you were raised with. Right. So essentially, like your grandma was your mom. So you went to nurture that relationship when she's not here like getting her crystals doing the same approach as her how has your life changed making a holistic approach like all these all these changes had to ha happen right how did it change like you go from knowing or growing up knowing all these things but then fully embracing it 
How did it change your life? What are the manifestations of your holistic healing right now? My, the manifestations that I have right now is just to continue in my self-growth and my self-love. Um, I just recently started loving myself. Um, like this last year before, I can honestly say um, very, very insecure and stuff like that. I, I was a very insecure woman, but when you see me, you don't even think that. No. You know, you think like, oh, this, this she has it together. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but none of us have it together. <laughs> you know, but but now I own it. You know, I'm very vocal with people who are around me who genuinely want to get to know me and know me. I'll let them know, like, you know, like I have a close friend, Maria. I'll call her like, Maria, I feel like I'm losing it. And, she, and she'll tell me, you've been through this before, Valerie, remember. So I've connected with people who understand the universe, the, the spirituality that I believe in. Because not a lot of people do. You know, um, if you tell somebody, oh, you have bad energy, they're going to be like, oh, you're crazy. And it's like, no, you, you have that energy. <laughs> you know, I'm going to stay away from that. And so that's what's helped me is just being around people who are positive and are are just trying to just grow, you know, instead of instead of judging one another, we just want to grow to, to love ourselves and be able to give love. I 100% agree with this because, you know, I've been in my spiritual journey. I don't think you finish learning anything. I think that once you start, it's always like, what's the next journey? What's the next step? What's the next thing that you're going to learn? And it always feels like you're starting from day one all over again like every lesson is like you're starting day one and you're just like I feel so lost why but I think that what has helped me a lot is knowing exactly what's going inside my body you know like I try to steer away from a lot of chemicals which is like a lot of medicine a lot of like um, amplifiers like coffee or <laughs> anything like that right because of the same thing because I'm fully aware of like energies could come through what you input in your body as well what I put inside my body and the things that go inside my body because that also creates a certain energy inside of you it kind of um, helps store the trauma so like if you want to go through like healing or anything like that you have to learn how to detox and try to steer more into like the more holistic approach because I have found that there's times where my spirits are like, okay, there's too many negative things you need to steer away from like meats or processed foods and then retrace back into like getting your own energy back. And, and that is so true because I feel the same way, but mine it's with certain people who I allow around me. And it's, um, it's the craziest thing because it would be like my ex-spouse and his family and then my mom. It's like, as soon as I go around them, there's like this energy that just like wants to latch onto me and it will, but I'm able to identify once those thoughts kick in, I dive into my reading, I do my yoga, my meditation and I, and I know I got to let this go, but I totally can identify with that. Do you find that, um, with the products that you're doing and the things that you're doing, do you find that? It's also helping your spiritual growth because essentially you're kind of like harvesting your energy and being more aware of your energy when you're doing such a thing. How has this changed your your spiritual growth? Um, it, it has actually helped me because when I dive into wanting to get creative, it boosts my energy. I get like excited and it's like I, how can I say it? Um... I amp myself up because I'll read on on so many. I'll get different aspects from different people. I'll watch different videos and then I'll pinpoint what I want to take from it. And then I feel like when I'm in there, you know, the Hocus Pocus movie when they're like, you know, putting all the stuff in it. I feel like that, you know, but that gives me it raises me like hell. Yeah, like because I'm helping people, you know, and then I do it. I only create my products when I'm at a good place. If I feel like I'm a little off, you will not see me creating anything. Because I believe in, it's like when they say, if, if you have a cook and a cook is in a bad mood, you're going to reciprocate that negative energy. So I see it the same way with my products. That's beautiful. 
that's how you know it's legit because I've always I always said that like your the little touch that makes your product your product is you your energy so I completely agree a lot of the things that you post you could tell that there's love involved in it there's there's a sense of pride there's a sense of I'm doing this not so much for the money but so much for me providing something you know to the collective to you know somebody else so I think that's beautiful and then I see you reading a lot yes and that I could say it's just been within the last three and a half years that is one thing that started um my ex-spouse actually told me to read the four agreements that was the very first book that I read finished and loved and ever since then I've read almost all of his books already Mr. Uh, Miguel Ruiz and I've applied it to my life and it has taught me so much if your neighbor is mean all the time you can't be mad at the person because you don't know what domestication they went through growing up we don't know and that that book has helped me to to work on myself to have a better relationship with my sons because before it was me focusing on myself on my spouse because you know he was in his world and i kind of left him on the back burner but now within since i lost my grandmother it's been um so hands-on with my boys i watch what i say to them but i also let them know that if i ever tell you guys something and it comes off mean or you know um you feel that i'm disrespecting you feel free to say hey mom i don't like the way you spoke to me can you please you know find another way to tell me because we don't know when we scream on our kids we're domesticating them we really are and we don't see it in the moment when we're frustrated but i've now learned to take a step back you know valerie you're in a funk it's not their fault it's the universe's fault you know <laughs> the sky i say <laughs> <laughs> or, or lately or lately there's a lot of memes that say oh when when you're going back to your always you blame the moon and now the moon's mad because it's like don't be blaming me <laughs> Girl, I started this podcast blaming Mercury. What do you want me to tell you? I get it. And it and it has. And then when I started my Ricky healing journey, this awesome, beautiful soul named Beth. It was, I just, I actually on OfferUp, I found her. And I messaged her and she's like, yeah, I do Ricky healing. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to come to your house. She came and she brought me the book, The Power of Now. And when she did my Ricky healing, I had never, ever in my life experienced feeling my energy from head to toe. I was coughing, but it was just me having to release so much. And that when I was able to physically feel that, that that's when I knew, like, I'm a healer. I'm here to help people love themselves, find themselves. That's who I am. And that's who I'm going to be, you know? And I resonate with so many people and I empathize with so many people because you have to. The world the world is already freaking cold. It really is. You know, you, there has to be more loving people in the world. And I could say that I was one of those cold people. I, I knew everything. You're not going to tell me nothing. If you don't like it, you can get out of my face. Or jump out of my car. That that was me. Now it's like I'm gonna talk to you. Let's let's communicate. Let's use our words, and let's let's rebuild from there. But it's it all started with the four agreements. I actually read that book. Um, I really love the the concept of the book. The only thing that I had an issue with was a lot of things were like repetitive. <laughs> yes. He's very repetitive in a lot of the things that he says. But then I thought about how this book is really um, focused on bringing the awareness to someone who doesn't know anything about spirituality. So, of course, it sounds redundant to us and it sounds like it's very repetitive. But when someone starts their journey, you do have to tell them over and over and over and over again until they get it. And then they're like, oh, I get it. Okay, I get it. The sky is blue. 
but it's not until they experience the, the sky being blue do they understand that the sky is blue. Exactly. So I caught myself repeating myself over and over and over. See, that's why the sky is blue. See, we have oxygen, so that's why the sky is blue. And I was like, oh my god, I just did what he did that I really, really disliked about the book. That was one of the things that I was like, okay, I get it now. <laughs> you have to repeat yourself. Yeah, and I see it like what I loved about it too is that I need that. I need repetition. So I read most of his books and I'm I'm already like on the last chapters of the mas the mastery of self. And I love that book because it is bringing all the books together. But now you're you're releasing um like you know harbored anger, you know your grudges. You're writing down word for word whatever transpired in the past that hurt my feelings. You know exactly what happened and why do I feel that way? And what would you tell that other person? Like now you're digging deep, which I think when it comes to your spirituality is awesome because you're doing self-reflection. You're digging deep. You're releasing. So the more you release, the more aligned you are. And that's how I see it when it comes to these books and how it's helped me. I always see you posting up like books, like I've seen you like multiple books. I love that because you don't limit yourself. Sometimes people limit themselves in their spirituality and you got to really be open to other people's perspectives because I feel like everything, everything has its truth. You know, like every type of perspective has a truth to it, but it's also perspective it might be limited to their experience. So if someone hears like a different perspective, it helps you grow even though you don't have to fully embrace the same method or fully understand it, you're still opening up to a different perspective. So when you're ready, you could be like, oh, that makes sense. And I totally agree with that because like I was, when I was raised, my parents had us in a Christian school for nine years. So I know Christianity. But my grandmother was Catholic. And then in my own growth, I got into Buddhism. Th that's actually helped me a lot. I listened to uh, Buddhist Boot Camp, the podcast. They're very short and sweet. But he gets to the point and it's true. You know, you just learn to love yourself and don't judge people and just live life. And when it comes to other religions or whatever you believe in, listen to it and take what resonates with you. As long as you're not out there, you know, being disrespectful and, you know, no one's better than any other any other person. You know, I've always said we were born the same way and we're going to be gone the same way. We don't all fit in the same mold. We're not the same. So therefore, what, what um, resonates with you may not resonate with someone else. And it's what makes you a better person. So if it makes you a better person being in that religion or that um, belief system, whatever the case is, then... Who are we to judge, you know? That's what I always say. Yeah. And and I've all and and I've always said, um, in one of my videos I said, I don't what what would be awesome is that if every religion can just sit with one another and talk about what is the most awesomest thing that has helped you in your growth that has came from your God and just share it with one another and respect it. Because at the end of the day, we're all growing, but just different methods. That's it. And why not just love one another and grow and spread that all over the world because it needs it. Well, they say, right, the major things that you shouldn't talk to people is politics and religion. <laughs> why? Because it's very controversial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody said in their ways, you're right about what you feel, think, or believe in. That's what we all think, right? So we get very hostile. We get very... Um, defensive when someone tells us no you're wrong or what you're thinking or how you're approaching it is completely different and it shouldn't be that way and my way is the right way well there's no really right way <laughs> yeah and you know and that is something that I'm being tested on right now because religion is separating me and my mom um she's fully into her you know her her Christianity and stuff like that but it doesn't align with the universe. You know, it's too... But I had to create that healthy boundary. Like, I need to get my strength to where 
when you tell me that that's not good or that's not true, I don't take offense and I don't get hurt. Because there's an emotional connection of a mother and daughter. So it, it triggers, am I not worthy enough for you? I've already admitted that I have my own insecurities. You're reopening them again, you know. But it's it's religion how it keeps you in a little you know in a little fishbowl. And me, I'm and I'm open. I'm so open. Sometimes I'll tell people about my grandma, and I'm like, I may sound crazy, but it's true, <laughs> you know. The thing too about religion is that because you're not open to anybody else's perspective, like okay, you're so set on your way, like this is the only way you don't accept of others you don't accept of others um doings or not doings because it goes against what you're going through i'm the kind of person that if we're having an issue we have to talk about it we have to get to the core let's resolve it let's get in our emotions for a little bit but we'll get right back out of it and now let's build a beautiful relationship but it's two people not one especially if you are um, coming from a Christian-based religion or a Catholic religion, it's very hard to not label what we do witchcraft, you know, because it's so demonized, like, oh, you're doing that, why? Like that whole Reiki thing, right? Um, they say, well, they're just passing hands over you, they're just passing crystals over you, how is that going to help? But I had a similar experience to your experience where, when I went to a Reiki healer, um, I felt my intestines moving and she didn't know. <laughs> it's crazy. She didn't know what was going on. Like I didn't share that with her, but she's like, well, your root chakra is pretty out of line and you need to do this and you need to do that. And I was like, how did she know? But I literally could feel her pushing onto my intestines and I was like, okay, the trauma and all the things that I'm going through and the insecurities are stored in there. So I have to learn how to like get it out <laughs> physically. So um, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing going into your spirituality and finding so many things to heal you, so many things to um, bring you alive and make you feel yourself again. Because I don't think a lot of people know who their true authentic self is. Like me, I've learned to ask people like, oh, you know, how are you? And then, but I'll ask them like, hey, how are you feeling mentally? Like I've learned to do that now because I don't want to say, hey, how are you? And you're like, oh, I'm fine. No, I have friends who I care about. I'm like, hey, how are you? I know you've been going through some stuff, but how do you feel mentally? You know, you got to you gotta do those check-ins with, with people because I could say like me, I'm a single mom of two boys now. My grandmother passed, she was my safety blanket. You know, my brothers, you know, went, oh my God, I was such a good, beautiful little Cassandra, a new niece. And, you know, and my other brother, Renee, he battles addictions, but he's been sober for a year and he's a rehabilitation. So in reality, I'm by myself. I don't, I don't have somebody to rub my back when I feel like I'm losing my mind. I really have to look in the mirror and be like, Val, you got this. And it's hard when you are the one breaking those traumas. You know, like I have people who are like, oh, I want to become spiritual. Are you sure you want to become spiritual? <laughs> Go the other way. <laughs> abort, abort. Yeah, because it's going to it's gonna make you the person that's going to make that generational breakage. And it's going to literally put you in a leadership role right off the bat. Like, you have to be the strong one of the family. You have to be the one that, that moves forward with it. And someone breaks down, guess what? You have the responsibility to do it because you know better. So now that you're awake, you got to do these kind of things. So I when I tell people that, they're like, um, but I still want to do it. Okay, <laughs> let's do this. You're up for the challenge. <laughs> Yeah, well, don't cry later. Because <laughs> it is, because it's, it's like how we were talking earlier. It's like everything reverts itself again. It does. It's like the core, because I've done that recently. I want to say like two weeks ago. I got in my emotions again. But then when I was outside of my patio, I was looking at, I, I love looking at the sky. You know, I go outside with my dog, Maya, and we're just, you know, we're there. 
And, and I thought to myself, like, Valerie, you've overcame this already. Why are you being a wimp? You've overcame this. But it's you, it's like, it sucks you back into that semi-negative aspect of your life. But once that little pop comes out, you're like, oh my God, why, why was I crying? Why? Like, oh my God, Valerie, get it together, Valerie. And then you're back in that like, woohoo mood, you know? But it's, it's crazy because it's now, I'm a, I always say you got to dip your toe in the emotion and come right out. Just dip it and come out. Don't stay in it. Don't marinate in it. And don't play in it. Just get out. Acknowledge it, but don't, don't, don't get stuck. Don't give it no light. What is one advice that you would like um, a person who's starting their spiritual journey know? Um, I would like them to know to to learn to love yourself and be selfish with your with your learning. And don't take anything personal and always remember that there is always light at the end of the tunnel. And just trust, if you trust in the universe, trust in the universe or your God, whatever it is, just trust that everything is going to pass. Because there's going to be days where you want to emotionally and physically break and spiritually because I've been there at least every three months I hit that core point where I'm just like Ugh! but like I tell my kids I can't fall because if I fall you guys fall and that's not gonna happen on my on my my journey here you know but just keep on going keep on going and when I say don't take nothing personal is if somebody tells you, oh, estás loca porque estás haciendo eso, pues estoy loca. You know, if that, you being crazy makes you happy, let it be. And just love yourself. You know, you mentioned something earlier about how we're so tough on ourselves, right? We, we're tough on the, the things that we do, how we do them. And I feel like because we're so sensitive to energies, we're so much su subjected to someone judging including ourselves, you know, including ourselves. And that's kind of the negative part of being an empath to be able to feel energies and being able to feel everybody else's judgment right off the bat. I was like, you feel them before they even say, have to say anything. Like me, I could walk into a room and it's if it's already off, I'm like, oh, okay, I got to go. Like, I, I don't, this isn't for me. Or if me and my boys were gone for like the day and I could sense it at home. And I'm, but then I'll sage my home, you know, I'm like, okay, back to normal, you know, but it, it's true. You, you do, or you have certain old friends that just reek of that. And it's like, no, that's not who I am no more. You know, but it, it, it it's, it's a balance, definitely. It is, it definitely is. Well, I want to talk about your products. But the other day <laughs> that I was actually going through your page, I hadn't seen it for whatever reason on my feed. But when I went to your page, I saw that you did infuse Agua de Jamaica. Oh my God, yum. I was like, are you serious? This exists? Yes, it does. For, with Goddess Essential Healing, it sure does. And um, I just uh, created um, Agua de Pepino. At first, I was like, okay, it has a really bad fame because, you know, people think, oh, you're getting high or like, it's just like a Passover, whatever the case is. But people don't really understand that there's so much magical properties to, you know, cannabis. Like, and when I started learning from it through my husband and he's like, well, there's a female, there's a male, there's they feel this energy, they feel that energy, they're so sensitive to this, they're sensitive to that, there's um, one for like this kind of thing and others for that kind of thing, so it addresses a lot of things, like it's like a, a huge healing uh, plant and it's not, it's very complex, it doesn't necessarily go for one thing, it could go for many things. So I started going through all of that and now it's like, my anxiety has been a lot better with it because I've, I've had a, like a lot of edibles. I've, you know, smoked, <laughs> smoked every so often or whatnot. And it really, really helps when it comes to my anxiety and when it comes to me being able to enjoy myself because I feel like I overthink things. 
So you being a coach, a cannabis coach, tell, tell us a little bit about that experience. How has that journey started and how is it going? That journey actually started with my ex-spouse. Um, it was his idea. Uh, he actually grew when he was living with his mom. I, I didn't even know. He had it in his closet. We had an extra bedroom in our apartment. Now it's my office. But um, he told me, he's like, hey, he used to call me Buttface. And he's like, hey, Buttface, you know, let's grow. Because I love cannabis, you know. And I'm like, okay. You know, like, not thinking of the, the Edison bill, but I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and sure enough, we put a huge tent here. And I was able to experience it from seed to ready to go. It is beautiful when you when you were able to say that they go based off energy and all that it's true our girl i would call them the little girls our girls i play meditation music in my home all day all night so they were always listening to meditation music our tent was so huge that i would go inside of the tent and just hang out with them because it's true you got to give them that love and attention because if you don't they will die on you they're really sensitive they're really really sensitive very so from there, that is when the journey actually, I was already into the holistic aspect, but I wasn't fully into the cannabis of it. I was just go to the dispensary, get my whatever I wanted and come back. But now that he taught me that, it was just a beautiful experience. And then from there, that's when I started creating my cannabis products, seeing the different ways of being able to heal people. Because um, I was diagnosed with lupus, uh three two and a half years ago and that's when i had met this ho this holistic healer i do the bunny ears because it was taken for money in the holistic aspect i didn't want to go see a specialist i didn't want to take medication from the doctors so being with this holistic lady um i took all the vitamins did it all naturally you know, I broke down my body and then rebuilt it again. So when I was able to do that with myself, that is when the self-love journey started. Because I dropped a lot of weight, but I was laying in my detox baths to let everything come out. You know, because you, know, you have your parasites, you have all that stuff inside of you that people don't even think of. So once we started with the cannabis... I just started creating things like, you know, the massaging oil. It helps if you have um, any inflammation. You know, I have my Vlaricana, which is a pomade. If you have back aches or anything that has to do with your bones, you rub it on it and boom. But it's all cannabis. I've actually had the oil as well. Not so much for the anxiety, uh, but like for back pain or like muscle pain. And it really does help. Like, it really, really does help. So I think too, like... My experience with it, it has also been like, also talking to the plant, right? Like, hey, you're you're gonna be for this, so prepare yourself. Uh, hey, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that you call them the girls because we call ours the girls too. <laughs> so for us, it's the girls too, um, which I think is beautiful. And there, there's a huge community of that right now as well, like where a lot of people are waking up to it being more. Uh, holistic and more healing than what we see in in movies that people are just getting high because you technically don't get high like that I think my experience when I did get high was it was just too much all too fast yes and, and that is one thing that with my sweet treats I don't do them like that because I, like me personally I don't eat edibles that's the, I create all these edibles, but I don't eat them. You know, I'll, I'll tell the Jamaica water, that's, yes. But other than that, any of my treats, I don't. But I've had my experience buying an edible at a shop, and then I feel like I'm out of this world. Me personally, I feel like it amps up my anxiety. So when I make mine, I make them where you can function. You can function with your kids. I have a lot of moms who are my patients. And they're business women that you wouldn't even think. But they're like, nope, I need this, you know. And you can still function with your kids or go to work, whatever it is that you have to do. And, and But then, like I said, too, I put my positive energy into it as well. Like, for instance, I have um, 
a lady, her mom has her mom has Alzheimer's, and you know when they're already they're uh, of age, they're they're pretty strong, and they do what they want to do, and you can't control them, right? So this the doctor has her um on she's taking Xanax three times a day, and keep in mind this lady is eighty something years old. So they need something to kind of calm her down. So now she's having some of my edibles and she's calm. She remembers her, her grandkids now. She's interacting with them. And there's it's but when I made her cheesecake and her desserts, I was like, she's going to be calm. She's going to be loving, you know, I, exactly, <laughs> I, you know, and sure enough, I get the response. She's calm. She's loving. And that's the beauty of it but cannabis just has such an ugly name on top of it from people like you just want to be stoned you just want to be this and it's like dude if you're going to the liquor store and buying yourself a vodka or a Budweiser or whatever it is what are you doing to yourself you know so it's like come on that's how I see it you know at least with this you're not poisoning your body you're not having like a serious side effect you're not it's not going to create something negative in you versus anything, any other vice <laughs> could create something, something bad. I'm waiting for the day where it's legal in all 50 states. Same. <laughs> so tell us about your services. Like I know we, are, we already mentioned like the cabinet's wellness coaching. Can you elaborate how that service is? So that's like, um, for instance, like like with the with the the grandmother with the Alzheimer's, right? It's like that. So if they'll come to me and they're like, "Oh, hey, you know what? I take this if you have anxiety," you know, like oh, a lot of people are like, "Oh, do you make gummies?" And I'm like, "No." But if you take a chocolate and it has cannabis, it's gonna soothe you, it's gonna calm you, and it's gonna slow your mind down. And then if they want to know like how much to take or or anything like that, then I'll help them with that as well. Or if they want to just know more about cannabis, then I'll have them with that as well. And then you also do Reiki and you also sell, like you mentioned, your edibles, your aguas frescas. Yes. Naspa water, agua fresca. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that you also do doggy treats, right? Yes. Um, I do doggy treats with, well, I do them CBD too. I do CBD products as well, but I love cannabis, so I'm like, I would rather deal with THC. But I do make doggy treats, and they have um, THC in it as well. My, my dog's a stoner, so she's, she, she's ready to go with her, her treats. If she knows mommy's going outside, she's like right there behind me. <laughs> oh, it's the funniest thing if I go to the shop. And I pick up flour, she'll she'll smell it and she'll make like a, like a stink face and then she'll pull away. And I'm like, I got your approval. And she's like, you know how they say that us humans, we have our spiritual animal and we have that one animal. She's mine. She's totally meant to be in this family. And I say this because when I, I don't know if you have pets. But when I look in her eyes, I feel like she's telling me like, hey, get it together. I love you. I miss you or something. And we had actually lost her. My ex-spouse was driving on the freeway. She jumped out the window on the freeway. She was missing for a month. But I have, I have her chipped and I was at work one day and I get a call. Sure enough from the, um, what do you call it? I call it doggy gel. The pound? <laughs> Yeah, the pound. There you go. And they're like, are you Valerie Aguilar? And I told my ex boss, hey, go get her. And that's when I knew, like, how did you jump out of a car window in the free on the freeway? Whoever had her was beating her because she was skinny and she was aggressive. So when she came back home, she was a little aggressive with us. But then she she came back. But that's when I knew, like, no, this is my she's my spiritual guide. She's here with me. That's who, in this family, this is who she is. People may think I sound crazy, but no, she is. No, I totally get it. I have two cats, and we adopted one. And I, since the moment that I met her, I've always had, like, a really strong connection with her. And I had a reading, and the reading was that I actually know her from a previous life. That, that's crazy. That's interesting. Because I, I, I've always, 
I actually there's a book that I'm listening to and it's called oh my god I wrote it down um your soul's plan by Robert uh, Schwartz um when a lady Jenny um referred it to me and it talks about that how our soul before we come into like the the, the worldly it chooses what journey it wants it chooses it right and the reason why she referred this book to me is because I have all these internal grudges with my mom but she's when she recommended that book she's like but Valerie she goes maybe this is your time to teach her how to be a mother through your growth and what you're learning maybe your this is your time for your spirit to teach her because maybe in the past life i was her mom it was like it was vice vice versa and i was like i found that so interesting because i was like it feels like that but that's why i feel like when it comes to my mom i have to build that strength to be able to deal with that wrath which i know one day it will be able to deal with it but it's crazy how I never knew that when it comes to animals, though. For a long time, I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, the the race kind of stays pure in a sense, right? Even though that that sounds kind of crazy, but I always felt that if you're human, you're always going to reincarnate into human energies or whatever the case is. And I had read a long time ago that that's what it was. Like, if you were a human, you stayed a human. You don't go into, like, being a dog or being a cat or or vice versa, right? But the undeniable things that I've experienced is that I did know her from a different life. You know, I did know my cat from a different life. And it wasn't like she was my cat in her previous life. It was more like, you know, she's she was a human. And I think that if we have the choice to choose what we are going to live, we could also choose what we're coming back as, right? Yeah. It opens a lot of doors to a lot of perspectives, but I think the things that validate your point of view is your experience, what you're experiencing. So like for me, it was like, well, I'm experiencing this and I truly do feel that I knew her. It's been one of those, but I love that you're bringing up all these books. Yeah, and it's and I have it on my, my audio, so I'll listen to it because it's crazy, like on the universe, right? It talks about she talks about stories and different stories that she heard right so when i was going through my separation with my ex which is it's three months fresh right and i'm out there i'm in my emotions and then the story starts with her name is valerie and then it says that when it talks about the soul's plan that I was in the story the girl Valerie she was being with somebody who was an addict that she was being with somebody that who was an addict but she had to part ways but when he's done being an addict that is when his journey is gonna start but it threw it tripped me out because it I felt like the universe solidified it for me because in that in that moment it come on the story to start with the name Valerie you know and I was like and those are the signs that I see and I take to heart because I know it's like it's I'm getting those signs that like you're gonna get through maybe it's time to cut and I was getting signs because last year around the holidays I actually went through a miscarriage so when I went through that my ex was able to admit to me that hey you know what i was craving but then when i when that happened to me i took it as maybe that's just the universe already saying valerie you got to cut that tie because he's been an anchor to your growth he's an anchor to your self-love you can't feel secure dealing with somebody who's fully insecure so those were signs that i was seeing but i wasn't i was just banging my head against the wall so this time when finally the universe sucked them away and just listening to these books and just diving into it, I see the signs and they have helped me grow because I'm aware of everything. Knowledge is power. Definitely. Valerie, is there something else you would like um, the listeners to know or any advice that you will have? You're really, really not alone. If you feel alone, find me on Goddess's Central Healing. Say, Hey Val, I heard your podcast. I feel alone. And let's talk about it. 
it, I don't care where if you live on the opposite side of the world by all means you know I feel like people who are in their spiritual growth or they're barely tapping into it or they're already into it we feel alone you do you feel some there's times where you just feel like oh my god what's you will, you will question yourself in a blink of an eye but then you'll snap back to reality like no this is who I am I'm living in my truth but I would say that don't feel alone and feel free to reach out anytime. Absolutely. And then society makes you feel so much more alone because society doesn't get you. So it's the people you hang with. So there's a huge community out there. You just have to learn how to find the right people and also be fully aware. Like I feel like a lot of people think, oh, that person's um, spiritual. So they have the best intention. Not all spiritual people have the best intention for you. Like you have to not turn that off. Don't turn off the, uh, this is a person and see people as people, not spiritual divine people, you know? <laughs> yeah, because people think that, oh, just because you're into the spirituality, you're constantly, you're happy all the time. Why every time I see you, you're happy? And it's like, no, the further you, you, you grow, you're growing, the more those negative thoughts kick in. You know, you could be smiling, have, I could be smiling, having a conversation with you, but I'm having thoughts that I'm fighting. Discipline kicks in when you do your meditation, when you, when you start build, finding what helps you grow and be disciplined. That's what I would tell people. Be disciplined. Valerie, where could our listeners find you? Um, they can find me on my Instagram page, which is goddesses sensual healing. Not essential, like an essential worker. It's sensual. <laughs> and, and I know you're on Instagram. Are you on any other platforms? Uh, well, I have a Facebook as well under the same thing, Goddess Essential Healing. Or you can just email me, which is goddessessentialhealing at gmail.com. Awesome. And on TikTok, right? Yes. Actually, yes, on TikTok. And that one's actually Val the Buttface. The Buttface. <laughs> when i when i found you on tiktok i was like wait is this the same person and i was like okay yeah it's the same person <laughs> thank you so much valerie for joining us today thank you thank you guys for listening share this episode with someone who's on their spiritual journey and if you guys would like to see more spiritual content in the description below, there's a link where you guys could go straight to my Instagram and straight to my TikTok. Make sure to follow both because in both platforms, I have different content. So make sure to follow both. Once again, thank you guys for listening and have a great one.